Welcome back to an all new, all different aim for the bushes. I'm your podcast person, Pavlo, also known as JPav, also known as Pav, also known as Pavi. And today we're talking about hot coffee. So it's not the GTA mod, if that's what you're thinking. If you didn't read the description, it is not the GTA mod. If you don't know what the GTA mod is, I would suggest you go and look that up to see what I'm talking about. But it is not that. We're actually talking about this case that happened in 1992. You may have heard of it. A woman had spilled hot coffee in her lap from McDonald's. What you might not know is the way you've read about this case in the past is not the actual story because frequently it gets framed as a frivolous lawsuit, people bringing litigation for, for dumb, dumb reasons. And this is one of the cases that generally gets portrayed as that. But when you actually look into it, there, there is much more to the story. But just before we get into the details of this case, first, our non-legal legal disclaimer, which is simply that we, so myself or anyone else who appears on the show, are offering our opinions and nothing else. So you can agree with us. You can disagree with us. It's all good. We're not saying that we have the ultimate truth or that our viewpoints are the only correct viewpoints. So like I said, you're allowed to disagree. So with that out of the way, the hot coffee case. So as I as I had just previously mentioned, you may have heard of this case before. It's, it's a really interesting case. I've seen um, a couple of documentaries about it telling you like the actual story before. Before I knew anything of these details, it's something I had heard of. You, you may have heard of it. Uh, people may, may bring this up in a like derisive manner, but a woman had spilled hot coffee in her lap and then sued McDonald's. And you, you may think, wow, that's, that's a really dumb lawsuit. Wow, coffee is hot. Newsflash. Like, who didn't know that? Why would you spill hot coffee on yourself? But there is more. So this case gets brought up as an example of of frivolous lawsuits. It's kind of like the poster child. So basically what had happened was a woman had spilled hot coffee in her lap and the media sensation that it created when when the lawsuit was announced was again these cries of people claiming for common sense in the portrayal that that this person is dumb because like why would you first of all spill coffee on yourself and then be surprised that it, it is hot. So part of what, what created this problem, like I said, is the news media reporting on it because in order to create sensationalist headlines to grab your attention, right, it got kind of like summarized in like one sentence as lady spills coffee on herself, sues McDonald's. Now this is pre-internet, like the internet existed, but not, not in the form that we use it today. So this would be the equivalent of like clickbait titles or links to get you to to read the story. So because of this like condensing of the story and summarization of the facts, it got twisted of what actually occurred. So we're going to we're going to take a look at this and kind of like unfold what happened. The reason why this has been on my mind and and I find it interesting is because really the way things are talked about influences how we think about those very things. So 
how we think about someone being exposed to hot coffee, right? Is it someone who just was careless and what did you expect? Or is there something more going on here that, that you're not thinking of because you're not presented the information in a certain way? So let, let's take it back here for a second. So in 1992, there's this woman, Stella Liebig, who was a 79-year-old lady at the time, and she went to McDonald's and ordered a coffee. She was driven to McDonald's by a relative and she ordered a coffee. So when she got the coffee, they like pulled over and she wanted to put like some milk and sugar in the coffee or something. And so the car that they were in, oh, I forget off the top of my head what kind of car it was, but it was like a pretty basic interior. It didn't really have anywhere to place the coffee on. So, you know, you could like take off the lid and add whatever it is you want to add into into the drink. So she held it between her legs and then in doing so, uh, she kind of fumbled the cup and then it, it, the coffee spilled on top of her. And so what ended up happening is like, yes, hot coffee is hot, but the coffee was 190 degrees Fahrenheit. It, it's so hot that it, it can actually give you third degree burns in under three seconds. So you don't have any time to react. So when it was said that she burned herself on this coffee, it wasn't like, oh, ow, that's hot. Like, this is third degree burns hot. This is you have to get skin grafts. This is you have to get skin grafts because it's so hot, right? So this isn't a normal, ooh, this is mildly uncomfortable, right? This is, this is actually, like, pretty serious. So after she received these burns, had to go to the hospital, obviously it's a huge thing. She wrote to McDonald's and said, hey, uh, this is what happened. I was in my car. She was not the driver, just FYI. She was the passenger, in case I didn't make that clear prior to. So she, it's not like she was like driving and doing this. I, and I've seen, this is just a, an aside here, but I've seen or I know people who they drive rather carelessly. <laughs> but this was not, not the case. This was a parked car and she was the passenger and this accident occurred. And like I said, the, the water for the coffee was 190 degrees Fahrenheit. So she wrote McDonald's said, hey, this is what happened, and she just wanted McDonald's to cover the medical expenses because, obviously, she thought that they bared some responsibility by serving coffee hot and in, like, a flimsy mug. Because you have to remember, at this time, cups are, like, a styrofoam-type cups is, like, what, what coffee is served in. Now, not like today when you get, like, a coffee and it's, like, pretty thick, sturdy paper. You know, and especially the McDonald's cups now, now they have like the double layer. So like you don't even need like a sleeve. So they're not like the, 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 the strong, like pretty strong cups that you have have today. They're way more flimsy. So she wanted McDonald's to like cover her, her medical expenses, which were between like fifteen to $20,000. This is U.S. because this happened in the United States. And McDonald's kind of like responded with an offer or a counter offer of $800. So she was like, well, that's, that's not anything. That's kind of like actually more of an insult. So she filed a lawsuit to say, hey, man, this isn't right. Because most coffee machines, they, they, they serve coffee at like 150 degrees Fahrenheit, 140 degrees Fahrenheit. So this is like 40 to 50 degrees around hotter in temperature. So she had 16% of her body had third degree burns as a result of this spill. So it eventually goes to court and then uh, she was awarded. So she was awarded uh, $200,000 and eventually that was reduced to $160,000 because the jury found that she was like partially responsible. So they, they said 20% 
responsible for what happened. And, you know, I think that's that's fair because, you know, McDonald's is not like an employee went and like spilled it on her or purposefully poured it on her or anything like that. So, OK, OK, so far, so good. So that was for compensatory damages. Uh, but then for punitive damages, they awarded two point seven million dollars. And so this is what kind of attracted all the media attention because the media attention didn't really come out uh, around the trial because, I mean, it's not anything huge in and of itself. It's not like it involves like a really famous person. So no one really paid attention to it. But then when it got out that, oh, someone just got two point seven million dollars from McDonald's for spilling hot coffee. That's when everything went crazy. So this did have, like I said, a big impact. It was referenced uh, in Seinfeld. There's an episode where Kramer, I believe they're going in a, in a movie theater and uh, you're not allowed any outside beverage. So Kramer decides to <laughs> stick the coffee in his pants, kind of like use the interior of his pants as like a, an inside pocket. And then when he's trying to get to his seat, he kind of gets knocked over and obviously spills all over him. And then he takes it to what I think it's Jackie Childs, who is like the Johnny Cochran-esque lawyer of the Seinfeld world to uh, sue the, the coffee chain for damages. And then eventually Kramer settles for free lifetime coffee. It's like pretty funny in, in the episode. But this goes to show you the impact that this story had. Right. And it's also it's misrepresentation because I mean, obviously, Seinfeld is a comedy show. So, I mean, obviously, they're taking liberties, but. It appeared like everywhere, like in talk radio, like late night shows, like on the, just the regular news. And like I said, it was always presented as though this is something like ridiculous. It was, was kind of like, well, how dumb do you have to be to spill coffee on yourself? But like I said, this ignores the facts of the case or of what actually happened, which was it wasn't just, oh, I am mildly uncomfortable. Like if anyone spilled that hot of a drink on them where it gave you third degree burns in less than three seconds, no one would would question the merit of of taking McDonald's to court after you had approached them and saying, hey, look, this incident happened. I want you to cover part of my medical medical expenses. Now, when you have th third degree burns, and like I said, because it was so hot, those burns develop in under three seconds. Whereas if it's a bit lower, like 140, 150 degrees Fahrenheit, it can take up to 30 seconds before you get some burns. So at least if you have 30 seconds, you can you, you have time to kind of uh, wipe as much of the liquid off of you or, you know, take off your pants or take off your, your shirt or something, right? Move in some kind of way to kind of like free yourself from this hot liquid. If you have to remove an article of clothing, it's possible. With under three seconds, it's not really possible. By the time you realize, by the time you feel the pain, it's already too late. So that means you have to get like skin grafts and stuff and like surgery. It's more than just, I am uncomfortable. Or it's more than just, oh, I didn't know. What did I expect? I didn't know coffee was hot, right? So when people saw that $2.7 million, that's what grabbed all of the attention. In the end, she didn't end up with $2.7 million. They, they apparently settled outside of court because, I mean, McDonald's is a huge corporation. And this is just some, was it 79-year-old, I, I believe, retired person like they don't have they're not someone who's like super rich so they settled for what was reported around five hundred thousand dollars or a bit less than five hundred thousand dollars so she didn't get the 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 2.7 million even though that's what got all the attention and so then when people talk about this case like i said it's brought up as like you know something superfluous something 
done in excess, done out of greed, something done out of incompetence, when really, that's not the case at all. And that's why it's something that, you know, has has been of interest to me for like a while, because there's a documentary called Hot Coffee that looks closer into this case. And it kind of shows you the the media or sorry, the news media speculation and and frenzy around around this case and right how it's been presented. So you can argue that part of this probably was coming from McDonald's who, you know, for them, that would be to their advantage to show this as something ridiculous, because obviously you don't want to be hurt by this kind of public perception that your products are dangerous or are potentially dangerous. Because McDonald's position was that the reason why they serve their coffee so hot, whereas other places don't sell it at that high of a temperature, the reason why is because they claim that their their uh, customers take it or get their coffee on their way to work. So they want it to be hot or still hot by the time they, they get to their final destination, right? So McDonald's was saying they get it on their way, on their on their way of traveling to or commuting to work or place of business or whatever. And so by the time they get there, they want it to be still warm. So that's why we need to sell it at such a high temperature. When in fact, that's not really the case. It was found out that People still just drank it on the go. I don't think I've really seen anyone. I'm not saying no one does this, but I don't think I've seen anyone buy a coffee or even if if I myself, when I go buy a coffee before like going to work or something, I never held on to it. I'm like, okay, it's still 20 minutes till I get to work, but I'm going to hold on to it and not take a sip until I sit down at my desk. It's like, no, you drink it on the way. Like even if you're in a car, so you have like travel mugs for you know, you stop at a, a stoplight. Oh, let me take a sip of coffee. The other thing is that this isn't even the first person to get burned. There had been other people that had injured themselves on this thing. Now, it, it may sound funny, but it's one of those things where it's like, if this happens to you, you're probably not going to take the same opinion. You're probably not going to be like, oh, you should have not spilled it on yourself. Because I'm like, that's not really helpful because it, it shifts the responsibility that a corporation like McDonald's has not to serve things that are too hot in this case. Right. Because it's like it's something that's that's dangerous. Right. Like as I, as, as I had already mentioned, it can give you third degree burns in less than three seconds. Like that to me, that's not a safe product. Now, obviously, you can say, well, don't don't spill any on yourself and you'll be fine. I'm like, that is true. That is that is very true. If you don't spill it, you're perfectly fine. But then the question is, well, what happens when I do spill it? If I do spill it, not when I spill it, <laughs> I'm not planning to spill hot coffee on me. But if I do spill it, then what? Because it was an accident. It's not it's not something done on purpose. You know, when I when I go to drink it, like if I burn my tongue, which is something I absolutely hate. I hate when you burn your tongue on like hot food or hot drink. You know, it's not like I'm I'm gonna go and chug the hot coffee. Because I know I know it's hot, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take my time, go sip it, go blow on it, let it cool down a little bit, and then go from there. So if I accidentally spill it, it doesn't that doesn't help me anymore. Well, don't get it on yourself, right? Like similar things happened with 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 cars and like their their design. I've mentioned this before in like previous episodes because obviously this focuses on the responsibilities companies have for the products and services that they offer. So for cars, right, interior design of the cars used to be very, very dangerous. And part of that danger was that, you know, there weren't any crumple zones. 
There were sharp, pointy objects. Not sharp necessarily. It's not like you would cut yourself on them if you touched them, but they were just pointy. In an accident, when things move really quickly, uh, they become sharp, right? Like when you don't have seatbelts in a car, when you get into a car accident, because of the sudden stop in velocity, that can send you flying through the windshield. If you don't have like crumple zones in the like engine block or the side of the car, right? All these things make a difference because what happens is if you don't have any of that stuff or if the car gets into a head-on collision, well, guess what happens? The engine block is moving on to you and the steering column, boom, that goes through you now. And then you have the engine like in your lap, which is hot and heavy <laughs> and it's also crushing you. So the automaker's response to, you know, people talking about the dangers that cars pose with how they're built, the auto automakers just went, eh, you're driving them wrong. If it's your responsibility to drive the car correctly. Now, yes, that's true. If you're someone that likes to just drive recklessly without a care in the world, you know, going at all crazy speeds, not stopping, swerving in and out of traffic and all that, all that stuff. Sure. But I don't think most people drive like that. Most people drive in a responsible manner as much as you can. But sometimes accidents happen. So what happens when you get into a car accident? Saying now, well, you should have drove better, like doesn't help me when I'm like maimed or crushed by my car or I'm stabbed with something in the in the interior because we have nice, sharp, pointy things that look nice. But like I said, when when the car is is moving at such high speeds and everything is like collapsing in on itself because, you know, you've hit another car, or you've hit like a stationary object, like none of that helps me now. So instead of modifying the car to kind of like deal with that, like I said, you know, airbag, crumple zones, seat belts, uh, interior designs with less sharp, pointy things, right? That will help. That will assist me if an accident occurs. Because now it's too late. Now it's too late to say, well, you should have done X, Y, Z. Because like you can get into a car accident through no fault of your own. So it's the same situation here with with the 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 coffee that McDonald's was selling. That was just it was just way too hot. So you know, like you can argue, which is what I'm arguing, that it was an unreasonable risk that McDonald's uh, exposed uh, Liebeck to here. So if you come across this case, it's not just someone who was like trying to launch a get-rich-quick scheme. It wasn't someone just trying to make McDonald's pay for their own stupidity or anything like that. It's a lot deeper than you think once you look into the details. So like I said, there was a, a doc or a documentary about this called Hot Coffee. Same title as this episode. If you want to go and watch it. Uh, yeah, also don't get confused <laughs> with the GTA mod because that is something completely different. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what <laughs> it is. If you do go look it up, I want you to experience it firsthand, which will actually tie into another topic down the road about spoilers, but that's a different topic for a different day. I'll also link to the Tort Museum website, which is a, a website that I found while, while doing a bit of research for this topic. It's called the American Museum of Tort Law, which is something I did not know existed, like the museum itself. And so they have uh, like a, a page about this. So it's pretty interesting, gives you a pretty good summary uh, of what happened and a couple of video clips to watch too. So I'll leave that in the description and you can read more about this if you want. But like I said, the main point or the main thing to think about here is like, how this information gets presented to us by the news media. Because for a long time, like I said, until I watched that, that documentary, well, I think it may have been actually a forum post that I, that I happened upon like well, years ago, years ago now. 
that kind of made me realize that, oh, there's, there, there's more detail to this than just simply, oh, yeah, someone, you know, spilled hot coffee in themselves. And what do they expect? I'm going to take McDonald's to court. Right. Because it, like it's been portrayed as like this is a common sense thing. Right. Like how could you what would you expect other otherwise? Like how would how would you not know that coffee is hot? Like why are you taking McDonald's to court? Because coffee is hot. Like that's dumb. And, you know, it's more than that. It's not simply just though the coffee was hot. So I didn't know. So I'm going to I'm going to sue McDonald's. It's the coffee was way too hot and it severely burned my body to the point where I got third degree burns and had to like get skin grafts and all that stuff. So it's not a pretty sight. Like if you've ever had large burns, it's not, or seen someone with burns, it's not, it's not pretty. So we're going to, we're going to leave it there uh, for this episode. So thank you so much for listening to this all new, all different episode of aim for the bushes. I've been your podcast person, Pavlo, also known as J Pav, also known as Pav, also known as Pavi. Stay tuned for the next episode, which will be on the way shortly. Uh, make sure you listen to uh, the October Jones and Fish with Legs podcast by our fellow podcast people, Dexter and Alex. Uh, and also, I'm in it too, if you want to hear my voice in a different context. So, you can find that podcast on, I don't know, a bunch of different platforms, probably where you found this one. So, make sure you go give it a listen. So I hope everyone is uh, safe. Thank you once again for your support. Give us a like if you're on a platform that has that stuff. Peace.